Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sold Out. Sold Out. Love it. Mark and Steve hanging out with you. Uh, hey, Pastor Mark, last week we talked about, or last podcast, we talked about um, how to be saved, how to be born again. And, and I think a natural next question that people are going to ask is, um, I'm saved, now what? Where do, we, where do I go? What do I do next now that I've, I've prayed this prayer, I've, I've asked and Christ into my heart, I've surrendered my life to him, now what? Well, I think you're about, well, I know you're about to embark on an incredible journey. I, I think about, in some ways, I think about boot camp. And I think about preparing you for the, the battles that are out there, the war that is out there and everything else. And, uh, you know, you want to get you want to get ready because life comes at you fast and hard. And, and the devil is, you know, the scripture says the devil comes to kill, steal and destroy. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. So there's an enemy out there that is is trying to destroy you at every place. And you've just become dangerous to the enemy now that you've accepted Christ and, and he's living inside of your life. But what does God have for you now? Well, I love what Romans 12, 1 and 2 says. I urge you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, those mean your minds, your soul, and your spirit as well, a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. You've been called to a life of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what the will of the mind, excuse me, what the will of God is, and that which is good and acceptable and perfect. There are some cha-cha changes coming. Uh, there's a song called Cha-cha changes. changes. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. Um, we got a lot to uh, kind of clean out of our minds, a lot of false thinking, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, just junk that's in there, and we need a good, healthy brainwash from, from the scriptures. And, uh, and that's what the scriptures do. We're told to take on the mind of Christ. And so we need to learn who we are in Christ. We need to learn what we're called to do. We need to have uh, understanding of some basics like prayer and reading the word and fellowship and accountability and and how all those things work so there's a there's a lot of a lot of things that we have to kind of apply to our life is probably the best way to say it well i love um john eight forty four. 44 refers to the, satan the devil beelzebub however you want to phrase that as the father of lies mm. and i think we should start there that everything this world has ever taught you if it's not ground in scripture it's not true true and so we have to start with, um, you referenced basic training, Mark. I remember when I went to, to um, basic training and we were at the rifle range the first day. And I remember what uh, Drill Sergeant Toit said. He said, everything you've ever learned about shooting is wrong. <laughs> and, we, and we kind of have to adopt that same mentality um, as Christians, as, as new Christians, that everything the world's taught us is wrong unless it's verified through the Holy Scriptures. Um, and so we start with the father of lies, that all of it is not biblical. And then we have to be like the Berean Christians in, in Acts, I don't know, 9-ish, 17, 17, whatever, <laughs> Acts 17, right? Like we have to investigate the scripture ourselves 
to, to make sure that what we understand and what we think we know to be true. I'm just checking to see if I got it right now. Um, well, I'm going to trust your memory over uh, mine all day. I got it right that time. But um, So you're exactly right, Steve. Um, we have, our minds are an incredible, incredible, I don't know, creation. And we have the ability to take all this stuff in. Um, but they have been kind of unfiltered prior to coming to Christ. We'll just take all this stuff in, we'll process it based on what we think, what we believe, so on and so forth. And, and now God is saying, you've come to me just as you were, but I don't plan on leaving you just as you were, right? I, I love the Billy Graham Crusades, just as I am, I come to you. God's not gonna leave us that way. He's going to change us. And, and this filter, we have to develop this new filter, and this filter is called the Word of God. And we have to put the Word of God into our minds so that we can know the truth, and that truth will then in the process set us free, right? Uh, and so this is a constant changing, and we have to constantly be in God's Word to understand these things. There's things that I read in God's Word, even now after following Christ since 1975, uh, when I made a commitment to him, there's times now when I read God's word that takes on new meaning. Then, then, and I've read it many, many, many times before, but God's word is pregnant and it's always bringing forth new life anytime we look at it, but that's just the power of God's word. Yeah, I mean, this is one of these things, and, and Mark, you, you talk about changes, and I'm kind of thinking back to to my life journey with Christ. And one of the changes no one ever prepared me for was this new heart of flesh. Um, I remember one time driving home from church and I hit a squirrel with my car, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I just wept. Like I, I, just, I just remember just almost having to stop. I was crying so hard because I killed one of God's creations. Now it's not like I was gonna eat it or anything like that. And, and I, I just, I so vividly remember that because um, that was probably the first time in my life that I cried. And, and it was over something that seemed so trivial. It's a, it's a squirrel, right? But also, when I had this new heart, um, everything changed. And and to this day, things are still changing. Like, I hate to use the word evolve in the Christian context because it gets people all freaked out. But but my heart and my soul and my mind have have, uh, how about adapted, probably adapted to this new life in Christ Jesus. And with that comes a whole new everything. <laughs> and and I, I just want to talk to those of you who are new to the faith that what you're experiencing is normal. We've all been through that. We've been through the, the anger portion of it where I'm like, why can't I do this anymore, God? We've all been through the, the emotional, like I killed a squirrel. We've been through the confused, like Nicodemus, <laughs> you know, like, what do you mean, born again? That doesn't seem possible. Um, so what you're experiencing is is normal. The question is, what are you going to do with it? And that's what we're talking about, is renewing our mind with the Word of God. Yeah, we're, we're learning to discern or understand spiritual things. And, and that's a new thing for us. And we have to have the mind of Christ to understand spiritual things. Uh, and so God's given us the Holy Spirit for that reason, to lead us and guide us into all the truth. Uh, and, and I love what Ephesians 4 said. We talked about that briefly last, uh, last uh, podcast. Uh, but it says, God has given us apostles, prophets, 
evangelists, pastors, and teachers for this reason, for the equipping of the saints. Equipping, in other words, means to prepare you for the work now that you're called to do by God. For the work of service, the building up of the body. In other words, to give you knowledge, to give you understanding, to give you wisdom so that you can be a wise servant uh, and help us to build us up in the unity of the faith, becoming a mature person. Why? Verse 14. So we're no longer tossed here and there by the waves, carried away by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men and the craftiness in deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we grow up into all aspects in him who is the head, even Christ. So it's all about growing up spiritually. I always think about this. I think about a nursery and when it's full of little babies and they don't get their way, what happens? Or they're hungry because they don't know how to talk. They don't know how to say, I'm hungry. Can you feed me? All they know how to do is cry. And uh, that's how they get your attention. And do we want a church full of crying people trying to get our attention? No. The scripture says, come on, let's grow up spiritually. This is a process. And we're not grown up overnight. There's not one person who's born again today becomes a spiritual giant in six weeks. No different than a baby's born today and becomes a 12-year-old overnight. It doesn't happen. It takes time. And it's a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. I think that is the most challenging thing as, as a Christian. And as you know, two pastors who've been in ministry for a long time in our lives, um, we, we're still growing. Mm-hmm. Like let's, let's just, there's things that we learn today or become alive to us in the Word of God because the Word of God is alive. Um, there's things that, that are still new and fresh to us after, um, I don't know, 20, almost 20 years in ministry. You're over 20 years in ministry, and I'm closing in on 20 years in ministry, and yet this new life is still new. And when I wake up tomorrow, it's a new day and new experiences and new um, new revelations, new new everything. Because that's who God is, right? I love that phrase. He doesn't intend to keep us the way we are. We're going to continue to grow, continue to get better, continue to, to have our ups and downs. Um, but the, the point is keeping our eyes on the prize, keeping our eyes on Jesus. And you can't do the Christian faith apart from other believers. Um, there's no lone ranger Christians. Um, yes, we're going to be alone at times with God. It can't just be me and Jesus. There was a song, Christian song that came out, me and Jesus, we've got a good thing going. You know, and it was a, it was a little bit, I mean, it was clever, but it can't be just you and Jesus. You and Jesus are to be hanging out with the rest of the believers to encourage one another, to, to uh, help one another, and to uh, you know, sharpen iron, sharpens iron, and the like. But then you and Jesus and the others then go out into the world and bring others as well. So don't be a Lone Ranger Christian. Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Don't think you're better than everybody else and they don't know anything. They can teach us some things. That's the way God set it up. Yeah. And maybe, Mark, maybe we just stumble onto our next podcast. Why do we need each other? Why Why is the church crucial? You know, there's um, there's books up there. That I, one, one I'm thinking of right now is, um, can I be a Christian and not go to church? Or... Um, I love Jesus, but hate the church. And things. so let's let's pick that back up on the next 
next podcast because I think there's a, a lot there and a lot of a lot of questions in our culture that we could try and answer. So sounds good. All right, man. We love you guys. Thanks for checking it out. Have a great day. God bless.